Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. We're talking today about how to get out of the weeds in your business. And I know this is a huge pain point because it's a time suck and it's an energy suck. And sometimes we just sit down to work and we feel like we're working on this on the minutiae. We're working on things that are not serving our highest purpose as a leader. And so I wanted to introduce a a concept to you today uh, that is called the CEO scorecard. And it's going to be a a little bit of a tool that you can use to determine uh, what tasks you're working on that are really worth your time and which are not. And so this CEO scorecard that I'm going to share with you today is going to give you a bit of a framework that you can um, that you can use when you're working in day-to-day and you're looking at your to-do list and give you a little bit of a, like a a solid foundation for being able to say no to certain tasks. But more importantly, uh, what I'm going to share with you today, I hope reveals how important it is for us to actually invest in using ourselves to our highest power. So oftentimes when we're looking at these little minutia tasks, we know that a virtual assistant or a marketing manager or even some kind of automation tool could do the task, but we often don't take the time to sort of implement those things. And so because we want to save a dime or we don't want to take the time to set up those systems for ourselves. And so we just keep working on these low level tasks. And therefore we're always kind of treading water with our day-to-day schedule. And it becomes like really frustrating because harder to gain traction, to see those big, huge leaps and jumps in the things that we're doing because we're kind of just stuck in doing these little things. So before I get into describing like what is the CEO scorecard and how you can use it in your own life and business, I want to first just give you a warm welcome to say thank you for being here. Founders, I hope that you find the Marketing for Service podcast useful. Um, And if If you do, would you be so kind as to leave me a review, um, subscribe to the podcast. That way you'll always know when I publish a new episode, which happens actually twice a week. Um, And even more impactful, if you could share this with an entrepreneurial friend that you know would benefit from the information that I share here, right? About growing your business um, through marketing and I also do some, a lot of stuff on motivation. I I release a motivation episode every Monday called Motivation Mondays. If you don't, um, if you haven't heard, please check those out. But it would mean so much to me. I'm here each and every week serving you because it is my passion. And I hope nothing more than to just reach more people with my message. So there's that. Now we'll get into the, into the episode, but thank you for being here. I so appreciate um, your ears (laughs) to be in your earbuds. So what is a CEO scorecard? So simply put, a CEO scorecard, it is a simple strategy that 
can help you clearly see if you're investing your time and energy into the most important tasks in your business, right? And when you're really working at your highest level um, value, you of course can drive revenue and see results so much quicker than if you're just chasing down uh, folks to book meetings or you know rescheduling things or looking through emails. And this episode was inspired, or I was inspired to do this episode because I actually started reading the book called Deep Work. And this is a book all about the importance of, of why we need to clear our time, our schedule, our mental space, why we need to kind of clear it to be able to do our deepest, most impactful work. And as a founder, that's absolutely true, right? What, what are going to be the highest, highest tasks that are going to really move the needle, right? Because you, you are the visionary. You are the, the tide that moves everyone in your business and, and grows your revenue and moves everything along. And so if you get stuck in these little, these little tasks, you're going to really prohibit yourself from getting to that place of flow um, a real deep, thoughtful work where you're actually producing the best that you can in, to promote your business or to grow your business or to support your team. So I suggest on a quarterly basis, really taking a look at your schedule, okay? And doing what is called a calendar audit. So I'm gonna run through what the CEO scorecard tasks look like because we've got everything from $10 tasks to $10,000 tasks, okay? But as I'm describing these things to you, what's a really useful tool is to actually run a calendar audit for yourself. And this can really be done so easily if you use a tool like Google Calendar where you can just literally start at January of last year and look week by week, what, what, what meetings did you attend? Did you block out chunks of time to do certain tasks? You know, for me, a lot of times if I need to get some kind of deep work done, I'll put it in my calendar because that way I know that no one can book themselves into my calendar at that time. But even better of a strategy is if you choose different themes for different days. So you're super focused on doing different tasks on different days. This can also be very useful. But if you kind of record all that, in your calendar, then you're gonna have a really good idea of what you spend your time doing. And this is really important because oftentimes we're just flowing through life so quickly, we, have, we don't really pay attention um, to this very important question, right? Is my CEO score uh, really low because I'm dealing with crappy, not important things, the urgent but not important things? Um, or am I really getting into that place of flow of deep work where I'm just serving, um, I'm serving my team, I'm serving my customers with the highest value that I can bring to the project. So let's dig into the kind of the details of SEO scorecard. So an SEO scorecard essentially is, this is used a lot of times in like big consulting firms um, or high level CEO coaches that go into big companies to kind of help streamline organizations and things like that. They usually give the managers or the CEO uh, a scorecard to really understand where they're spending their time and what that may be um, blocking for them in terms of productivity um, in their own role, in their own, their own days, and within their own teams. So we're looking at 
tasks that have different values, ranging from $10 to $10,000. So let's start with the $10,000 tasks. So you as the founder, the CEO of your company, what are the things that you can be working on that is the highest value, right? Now, let's look at something really obvious. If you're in a fundraising process, it would be the highest value for you to be networking and reaching out to potential investors. Why? Because this is something that no one else on your team can do but you. This is an example of a $10,000 task, right? This could even be a million-dollar task or multi-million-dollar task because it's one that, that you must do if you want to fundraise and it could produce millions of dollars in funding for you in return. So focusing on that is a $10,000 plus task, right? And of course, even if you're not raising uh, funds, networking is always a really, really great high-level $10,000 task or public speaking. If you're asked to be on a panel or to speak at a conference, right? This increases your reputation as um, a thought leader in your space, which in turn can attract PR attention, can attract partnerships, can attract investors as well. So this is really, really high level stuff, right? And very different than shooting off emails, right? The other $10,000 task I really want to focus on with you is leading your team. So developing yourself as a leader and supporting your team, supporting the culture that you're building within your company. And again, it doesn't matter if you're a bigger, a bigger um, startup or you're a smaller startup, like having the, the, the wherewithal to sort of develop those things within, your, in, within yourself from an earlier stage is going to serve you really well in the future. Don't get into this mentality of like, oh, I'm not big enough to be thinking of myself as a leader. You are a leader from the first person that you have helping you in your business, whether that's your niece or nephew or an intern or your first employee, you are a leader to them. And so don't, don't get any of that imposter syndrome BS. You need to be stepping into that role and working to develop yourself to do the best that you can. So these are like the $10,000 tasks. Now, if we go down one more notch, let's look at the $1,000 tasks, right? These are still incredibly valuable. These could be things like strategic planning, setting aside time to do your quarterly planning and review either by yourself or with your team, to really be um, thinking creatively with your team on campaigns, um, on creative sales initiatives. This could also be developing presentations like investor decks, um, maybe being in a high level mastermind where you're networking with the right people and you're also getting a lot of support and mindset shift help. These are the $1,000 tasks. They really are that high level strategic thinking, right? Or that high level sort of mindset changing that really can help you develop as a leader and therefore lift the tide for all ships in your company, right? So supporting yourself and then really, how can I think more creatively? How can we be more creative? How can we be more strategic in anything that we're executing? Another really important thousand dollar task is reviewing the data, having your pulse on the numbers in your business and being able to make data-driven decisions. Right. So a thousand dollar task, if you don't feel comfortable right now doing that, 
a good thousand dollar tax is, is learn about that. There's tons of courses and resources that are available to you that will teach you about those most important marketing metrics you should be tracking or the most important financial metrics you should be tracking in your business. And spending the time to do that is a really high level tax. Now let's look at the $110 tasks, okay? Because this is where a lot of founders, I know our time just gets sucked up with these things. And the $110 tasks are the things that could be outsourced by someone that could do it probably just as good as you can, or if not better. So let's start with a $100 task. So $100 tasks, maybe, you know, copywriting, right? Writing blog posts, writing emails, um, trying to kind of edit podcasts or edit designs or doing graphic design yourself, um, setting up automation and integration tools. Holy smacks. Like this is, I think, a place where a lot of folks get stuck because when you're in founder mode and you're kind of bootstrapping and all these things and you're thinking in that kind of lean mentality, we kind of think like, oh, well, it's not that hard. I can just Google it. I can do that myself. And yes, you can. Of course, these $100 tasks are you absolutely can do it yourself, but the time, energy, and effort it would take for you to do that is just not worth your time, right? You can outsource someone to set up automation for you, for example. Maybe it's an initial investment of a couple hundred bucks, but then you don't have to think about it again. It makes your business run much smoother, right? So how can we alleviate that, those tasks from our schedule? All of those things, writing newsletters writing emails. There are really, really qualified folks out there that are, that can write in your, in your voice that are going to do better keyword research, going to understand how to do, you know, spend the time to do A-B testing on subject lines and all of these things. It's, they're important tasks and they help your business um, grow and be steady and get traction for sure. But the execution of these things are usually much better spent on, on a team member than having you as the founder and CEO do them. It just doesn't make sense with all of the other things that you have in your plate. And those are often the things that I think that a lot of founders, we, we have a hard time relinquishing because maybe we've gotten really good at kind of like pumping them out and we batch them and all these things. But at the end of the day, even if you get really like systemized and lean in how you execute it, it's just, it's not worth like that, the time, even if it's just a couple hours a week, taken into those, like poured into those $1,000 tasks or creating more opportunities for $10,000 tasks is absolutely going to be where your time should be spent. And then we get to the $10 tasks. The $10 tasks are, are kind of like the things that you maybe you stink at and you're just doing it because it seems like way too annoying to get someone else to do it, like managing an inbox or managing social media, or invoicing, holy crap, invoicing, scheduling, um, doing research, you know, trying to pull metrics together, pull reports together. These are these $10 tasks, which let me tell you, you can absolutely get a lot of software to do a, a lot of these tasks for you, right? Which is just like maybe a, a really small investment of like 20 bucks or 40 bucks a month to have software that is going to do a lot of this stuff for you. Or again, this is something that a virtual assistant would be excellent to, to do. And you could start, you know, hiring a, a virtual assistant for $10 or $15 an hour to work in your business for, you know, two or three hours a week and get all of this stuff off your plate. And for me, 
for me, and I have a, I have a little bit of an ADHD mind. I get really sidetracked by these things. And so I need to be really careful because I can go down the rabbit hole where, oh, I have to like send out an invoice. And then, or I know what, there's 10 other tabs that are open and I'm trying to figure out the most cost-efficient invoicing software to use. And, you know, you can, and then I'll delay doing things for a couple of days because I know that there's a better way. I like, but you have to think of the cost benefit, right? So those $10 tasks, get them off your plate. So there we have it. These are like four different categories, examples of different level, uh, different value of the kind of work that we do. And um, I mentioned the book, Deep Work, but another book that kind of addresses the same topic is um, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, which if you haven't read it, it is such a foundationally important book for every human to breed, but especially entrepreneurs. He talks about being in your zone of genius. And when you're in your zone of genius and you're sort of producing your highest and best work in your life, that not only are you going to have more success, you also have more happiness and more peace and more flow in your life. So this concept is sort of similar, right? Your thousand and especially your $10,000 tasks should be really where you feel in flow as well in your life. Those things that really bring you the most joy, that kind of spark your curiosity, that kind of spark your, your intellect um, and really use your special gifts that you have, right? As your special person that you are. So I challenge you this week, you know, you know, listen to this episode, take notes on, on some examples of those tasks, but you can, especially, I mean, in your own life, you have your own version of what these 10 to $10,000 tasks are, depending on what stage of business that you are and uh, what your personal skill sets are. But I encourage you to sort of list out for yourself, what are some of these tasks that fall into these different categories and how uh, could you do a calendar audit yourself? And if you don't, haven't done this like retroactively, you can do it moving forward, you know, really track your time next week. And, you know, you can, you can create uh, little calendar events for each kind of task that you're doing throughout your day. You can color code them, which I, which I've done to do calendar audits, which makes it really helpful. You can kind of take these four categories of 10, 100, 1,000, and $10,000 tasks, and you can color code them. And just throughout your week, just make sure you put in an event and you color code them to which uh, value tasks they are. And then you can see very quickly, um, if you review the month or the week, what percentage of your time was spent on those $10 tasks and what were spent on those $10,000 tasks. And you'll be able to give yourself a little bit more um, direction moving forward on how to manage your own time. So I hope that this was helpful. I, I really believe in this process because for me, as I said, I have an ADHD mind. Sometimes it's really hard for me to, um, I can get very focused. And maybe this is you too, get very focused, but oftentimes it's the overwhelming feeling of where, where is my highest power right now? right? How should I really be spending uh, allocating my time? And going through this process will really help. So I'm so excited to hear, you know, have you implemented a CEO scorecard before? Have you done a calendar audit before? Let me know. Um, you can comment on the blog post. You can email me back if you receive my newsletter, please. I hope you do. If not, you can go to uglyventures.com, sign up for the newsletter um, each week to the inbox. You'll get a notification when a new episode is posted. 
And uh, if not, or if I'm in your unbox already, then I will see you next week for the Marketing for Startups. You did it. You made it to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.